and hello everyone welcome to another episode of the weekly scoop um got a triggering episode that's gonna basically get under your skin a little bit but that's okay you know that's part of life um i'm gonna talk to you about introspection and how all these events going on in the world are just a mechanism of distraction and i don't mean to be insensitive to any groups of people or to anything but there are so many polarized events right now that you have little to nothing to do with them you can't change these events so why even pay attention to them to stay informed for gossip you know what what is it so i'm going to tell you how to get out of the bullshit and get into your own mind, your own heart, and your own soul. Because most people are afraid to do that. And it's like, why? Well, I know why. It's because we're afraid of seeing ourselves. But first, a word from Liquid IV. People ask, what is so key about hydration? Well, hydration is all about timeliness. And sometimes you forget how many times have you forgotten to drink water? I could name a handful of times every single day because I'm so ingrained in getting tasks done, being productive, being on par. But what about water intake? That's important. Did you know you're supposed to get a gallon of water a day? Did you know you're supposed to intake that per day? It's like 120 ounces. That's a lot. And liquid IV can double the hydration in a shorter period of time. And they have sugar-free options with some bussin' flavors. Um, It's truly amazing how liquid IV has changed the hydration game. It's my favorite brand. I love using them. I use them every day. They keep me on track. They keep me hydrated. So I can slam my workouts complete all my business tasks, and still be a functioning human. Um, And they're also, I don't really drink, but they're also great hangover cures (laughs) because of the double hydration pack and the electrolytes that they put in each box. So promo code is SCOOP, that is S-C-O-O-P. I'm going to have the link in the show notes. And that being said, let's get after it. And hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Weekly Scoop. Um... I'm really excited to just talk about something beyond um, what I usually talk about. And it's going to be more, you know, hopefully insightful, motivational, more broad, encompassing. uh, Because I know I talked about, I see most years as my birthday. Um, But I knew a lot of you guys see activity from the perspective of the calendar year, which I totally respect that. Um, So looking at 
the new year coming up, you know, January 1st, and the new season of life coming up for you, and 2023 coming to a close, now leading to 2024, I want to help you guys get into the mindset of traveling from 2023 to 2024, creating a new version of yourself, because maintaining focus is the most important thing, and staying driven on that purpose, and there's a constant barrage of news, you know, topics of war, inflation, politics, there's a lot out there, guys, and... There's so many benefits of finding and maintaining purpose in such a distracting world because when you find your purpose in this world, in this economy today, you're going to propel yourself to a new level and you're going to find more success than the brainwashed people that care about who to vote for in the presidential election, who to uh, follow on Instagram, who to watch on TV from a reality you know, show perspective, uh, who's getting married off The Bachelor, um, you know, stuff like that that's superficial. You have an opportunity to hone in on your skills and really tap into who you are as a person. And then when you hit 2024, because 2023 is practically over, like, you got two and a half months to hit your goals that you procrastinated on, if you did. It's not enough time. That is not enough time to manifest what you want. I would be focusing on the future, and I would be focusing on 2024. That's what I'm doing right now. I mean, I have a couple of things left this year that I'm still working on with his speech, um, an NFT project uh, specifically. But I took off, and now I'm winding down a little bit and just honing in on, you know, what's Cooper going to do next year? Because I have a lot that I'm about to come out with next year that people don't even realize, uh, which is super exciting. Um, But... There's a lot of distractions out there right now. I mean, you know, I'm getting anxious about a lot of different things. Bitcoin, um, buying a house, um, my job, uh, my businesses, uh, the app that I'm trying to launch. Like, I got a lot going on. And when I have a lot of stress in the air, the best thing that I do to calm down is take a step back from people and situations that I know are not fruitful for me. And when something isn't fruitful for you guys, you have to go into a state of peace, inner peace. And when you go to a state of inner peace, you're going to be so quiet that God is going to speak to you in loud volumes. So think about that. When you sit by yourself, quiet and alone, God will start talking to you. And that's when your big ideas will come. You know, my big ideas for 2024 have already come to me because I took time to be quiet 
and took time to be with my thoughts. I took time to get feedback from people. So to get to the level I've gotten to, it wasn't just luck. Um, this was pure, uh, unfiltered, hard conversations with myself and not listening to what people are telling me to do, or what people want me to be. It's none of that. It's not worried about, you know, who's running for president next year, who do I need to vote for, um, do I need to worry about this or that. No, I ain't worried about anything. I am worried about my internal because me worrying about external things and validators, uh, 3D world stuff, it's not going to get me uh, to the place that I want to get to. So this relentless news cycle is overwhelming right now with Israel and Palestine. The inflation rate, Bitcoin, Donald Trump, Joe Biden, um, shootings, political unrest, um, banning books, um, banning Chinese companies from, you know, having land in the U.S., um, debates, things of that nature. There's an emotional toll with that constant exposure to the news with war, inflation, politics. You take on as an individual so much draining energy like it sucks the life out of you and you're going to be at a low vibration you're going to be a low frequency if you keep distracting yourself with these news cycles with bad content with toxic people um like you got you got to shut those out because i know you're gonna snap because i snap when i get overwhelmed like that and that's not even me projecting. That's just me telling you this is what it looks like when you don't take time for yourself. You freak out. Like I was in the car yesterday and I'm like, damn, I am worried about so much shit right now. <laughs> like I am worried about so much shit that doesn't even matter. And that's crazy. Like... There are plenty of studies and statistics that talk about people that get anxiety or get stress because of news consumption. And I'll pull something up here real quick. So I found a study um, on the Elsevier Science Direct site and we have uh, quite a few contributors at a very intelligent scale. And what they did is they did a study called Who Falls for Fake News? Psychological and Clinical Profiling Evidence of Fake News Consumers. And I'll put this up in the um, show notes so you can look at this study because I do think there are some important takeaways from this. So... They did clinical variables for ineffective fake news detection hits 
less than nine, and they did effective fate news detection hits greater than or equal to nine. Um, and nine is the mean, in a sense. Um, just to kind of give you a simpler overview. So they had 1,500 volunteers, basically 50-50 female, uh, male, over the age of 21 years old. So the mean age is 29, standard deviation is 6, participated. So they're asked how many hours per day they use digital devices to be connected to the internet, computers, smartphones, all. And the number of hours internet use per day range from 6 to 14. That's insane. So the mean is 10 hours a day. Standard deviation, 2.5. So, that's insane. Although I guess I use the internet about <laughs> 10 hours a day, uh, depending on my work and, and those sorts of things. But I want you guys to see, so, with this article or, you know, the scholarly you know, paper that is presented in front of me. So I look at the, so the average mean is nine um, in this study. So for ineffective fake news, so the number of hits in the detection of fake news, so ineffective direct means six, is what, because it's ineffective, so that makes sense, standard deviation two. So the trade anxiety is 22.8. 12 with a standard deviation of 3.8 and then the state anxiety being at 20.21 and 3.84 so the state anxiety of effective fake news detection is 13.71 and the standard deviation of 2 with trade anxiety being at 16.69 3.7 so clear indicator that if you don't have fake news detection your anxiety is going to increase it is going to be significantly higher and it's going to significantly deviate from the average mean so ineffective fake news detection means you are not able to decipher fake news from real news but when you have effective fake news detections, you can tell the difference, and that's why you are going to be more unbothered. Um, so, positive, so ineffective fake news detection, positive effect 31.46, with a standard deviation of about 5. Negative effect 17.67, with a standard deviation of 3.3. Effective fake news detection, positive effect 32.22, with a negative effect of 15.56. So, positive effect when you find out fake news higher, negative effect lower. Pretty easy to understand, right? Um, same with the ineffective. Positive effect is lower, negative effect is higher. This is where it gets very interesting. And the numbers aren't, you still have to take into account the deviation um, of these studies. Because what I'm about to tell you, the numbers seem comparable, but then you also have to take into account the standard deviation as well. 
So when they looked at ineffective fake news detection, histrionism was 36.22 with a deviation of 3. Schizotypy, 38.39, standard deviation of 3.8. Paranoia, 35.9, standard deviation of 3.3. Narcissism, 35.16, 3.7, deviation. That's for ineffective, so you can't detect fake news. Effective fake news detection, so you can understand the difference. Histrionism, 31, opposed to ineffective being 36. Deviation is about the same. It's 3. Schizotypy, for effective, it's a 30. Ineffective was 38. Deviation is about the same. Paranoia. Now, paranoia, effective, was at a 32, while ineffective was 36. But the deviation was significant, was somewhat lower. It was a 2.6 compared to 3.3 for ineffective. Narcissism. This was interesting, but so narcissism for effective was 33 compared to ineffective at 35, but the standard deviation of effective was 6. Narcissism for ineffective, that standard deviation was 3.7. That's a huge difference when you were looking at the standard deviations of other ones being close, but that narcissism was, was very well part. So what does this mean? If you can't, you know, determine fake news from real news, you're going to have more paranoia. You're going to be more narcissistic. You're going to have more schizophrenic tendencies and uh, histrionism. Like, they're, they're all negative things. Um, and then when you go to the next category... You look at visual and auditory disturbances uh, being about the same. Uh, touch disturbances being about the same. Being about the same. Olfactory disturbances being the same. Um, synesthetic disturbances being the same. Here's where it gets interesting. Cognitive biases based on the Barnum effect ineffective fake news detection 22.5 for effective news detection it was cognitive biases were at a 15.8 and that standard deviation was even higher too um suggestibility ineffective 22 effective 18 search for emotions ineffective 14 effective 13 and remember, this is 1,500 people in a study. So the data is, you know, I'm not saying it's perfectly accurate, but it makes, makes sense. Substance use and addiction risks, 13 and 13. So about the same. So you're still going to be an addict <laughs> either way. Um, but the results in Table 2 are... Um, Yes, no. 
Why was I on my table two? Oh, table two. There's table two. When you look at so in table two, it has basically straight um, state anxiety, trade anxiety, positive effect, negative effect, um, histrionism, paranoia, narcissism. So this goes, so the means comparisons between um, participants who effectively detect fake news and those who do not. So... The Welch's test was a 27.3 for trade anxiety. State anxiety was 36.412. Positive effect was negative 2. Negative effect was 11. Um, and so going down this chart, what it basically states is that Subjects with difficulties in detecting fake news score higher on the subclinical variables with trade anxiety, state anxiety, negative effect, histrionism, schizotypy, paranoia, narcissism, simulations, Barnum effect, um, suggestibility, and search for emotions. So basically what this study says if you can't determine the difference between real news and fake news, you're going to have a more, you're going to be more emotional. You're not going to be logical. So you're not going to come at things with facts. You're just going to look at all your feelings and not to say that feelings are bad. I think feelings are valid. Um, I think feelings with your partner are valid. Um, but when you're talking about logically consuming information and then trying to determine if it's real or not that is a problem if you can't effectively do that so when you can't effectively do that um, you're going to be more narcissistic which narcissistic people tend to convolute whatever they see and always manipulate information to make them feel like they're correct and whatever they say and whatever they do it's not right um and the problem is we've gotten to a place because of covid that people will believe nothing or everything i'm a i'm a person that believes nothing um is true and i'm not saying that i'm right but what i am saying is that when you lie to someone enough, it's going to be hard for that person to to believe in what you're what you're spitting. Um, that's why I don't believe in a lot of big corporations right now. And I'm using my words carefully because <laughs> I don't want to get banned off of uh, YouTube. But uh, I, I I've lacked I've lacked I've lost trust in the system. So, what I'm basically saying as a whole, and now that, you know, I think I have your guys' attention with this news article, what are you guys consuming? And are you effectively consuming it? 
that's where the issues you know arise and i think that's where people are not understanding where you know the whole mainstream media is a lie and the fact that people keep believing it and keep consuming it is the problem and that's why we're dividing more as a society because you're watching fox news you're watching cnn you're watching abc I mean, hell, if you're watching Good Morning America, that's still, like, not healthy. They still have political opinions. They still have agendas. They're still trying to brainwash you into being at a low frequency or low vibration. They're trying to take away your power. And if you keep consuming them, you're going to allow these people to take away your power. So, you watching the news and ineffectively taking information away is creating more narcissism within yourself and that is selfish so and this can happen even with twitter or instagram or other social media forms like people still lie on those platforms too um but i'm saying i i have found more truth about our history through social media platforms than I have in textbooks and things that I learned in high school and college because they don't want you to know the actual truth of our individuality because once you do that you won't rely on anyone when you don't rely on anyone you don't need the government you don't need to um, rely on entities because the god dna is within yourself god is within you but you have to individually get to that point you can't rely on other people to get you there i mean you can you can have friends to help you get there but you can't rely you can't have a savior there's no savior nobody's here to save you so you gotta take you gotta take a step back from the news, take a step back from your phone. I gotta do the same thing, and I'm saying this now because you got two months left in 2023, and with your your dreams and your aspirations, you gotta be able to take a step back. You gotta be able to isolate yourself at times because that's what I did, and that's when I found my creativity, my self discovery. I didn't consume news. <laughs> My parents would ask me, Oh, did you see the news? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't watch the news. Why would I want to watch the news? Unless it's going to make me money or it's going to make me truly happy, I'm not going to consume the news. Because it's going to hinder my personal growth. I'm going to consume only good things and good people. Because that's what you're supposed to do. Because purpose in self-discovery and personal growth, it is a up and down process, yes. But you want to be able to continue to grow and scale at a rapid rate. In order to do that, you have to push away the toxic consumption of distraction. Introspection is how you find your true purpose. Um... Your personal values, your interests, and your passions are going to guide you 
on this quest for your purpose and you have to sit with a pen and paper every day and just write out your thoughts each morning as you wake up or before you go to bed and then you meditate you do breath work and then you clear your head and then you share your anecdotes or examples of how you found your way and then maybe how other people found their way whether they're famous or it's literally just friends and family you gotta find that so when you wake up for the next two months avoid checking your phone do a little breath work in bed do a little meditation just calm yourself clear your mind once you do that for two months straight and see how you feel with your anxiety set boundaries on your news consumption tell yourself I'm going to go on social media and I'm going to post but I'm not going to scroll I find it hard sometimes but you can offload the app on your home screen and actually not scroll on Instagram, TikTok Twitter, whatever um, if you offload the screen um the app on your phone but you still have it on your phone um to to go post or you just post on your desktop or laptop that's what i'm doing i'm posting on my laptop um for stuff too so i don't get constantly scrolling or constantly trying to check for messages i have to take that step back um meditating every day writing you know a mind dump every day um, what I do in the CCK is I do the artist way, uh, and I'm on week three with my students, but, you know, I'm on week eight of my own personal journey, and I'm almost done, and I've been doing three pages, you know, not every day, but, you know, I try to do it every day, and, uh, having that mind dump is a really amazing experience, and I don't watch the news, I don't consume any news from Twitter, um, I get most of my news from Twitter, but I've stopped consuming news, even the uh, crypto news, because people were all about the Bitcoin ETF, and then they, you know, invested so much into it just for it not to, you know, really, you know, go crazy, <sighs> because the spot ETF still has to get approved in January before anything happens, so, you know, people, uh, People fell for that trap. Shame on them. They went off of Twitter. Um, so, put down the phone. Put down the remote. Start reading before bed. Uh, Self-help books. Start tapping into your creativity. Journaling. Artistic creativity. Um... You know, I was able to navigate distractions earlier this year for a few months, and I got into the best situation where I started a business uh, with people that actually want to listen to me, people that actually want to consume me, and I've increased my following on social media, I've published a book, I've done a lot of things through um, just clearing my mind through meditating, through uh, not watching as much TV, not playing video games, um, not 
or not just reading fiction books, not going out and partying, you know, I've been doing that a little bit, uh, being social, you know, the past, I would say, month or so, um, but really, I've been, you know, working really hard every single day for my dreams, for the app, for um, my businesses, for the book, like, I've been doing so much for that, and that's what actually fulfills me not watching the news before bed or when I wake up, uh, not always having to watch sports, you know, not always having to be entertained, being okay with the silence of my mind. Because when you're okay with the silence of your mind, you can be okay with about anything. Like being in a meeting with someone and there's silence, how do you take that silence? Do you think it's awkward or do you think it's necessary? That's what you have to ask yourself. What does silence mean to you? Um, and, and silence isn't a bad thing. Silence is not a bad thing at all. I think what silence can do is it can provide opportunities for you to ask questions to God and to find yourself in a better situation than where you're at right now. And you're not going to do that for 2023 but you could do that for 2024 by prepping starting today or tomorrow that's that's what you can do and when you do that you'll be invincible you'll be unfuckwithable and when you're unfuckwithable you'll have the right people around you you'll have the right supporters around you you'll have um the right investors around you. So when you just cut out the fat, when you cut off the fat of the meat, and you start cooking, <laughs> it's just going to be good. Because you put time and energy into that, and you cut the unnecessary garbage and baggage. So, um, another thing too, not living in the past I used to be big on living in the past, like who did me wrong, what situations did me wrong, what was a wasted investment of time, money, energy, but no more. Who gives a fuck? It's over. It's time to move on. And the news doesn't do that for you. The news is so caught up in the past, but then it's like, boom, new event. Let's focus on that for another week. Boom, new uh, catastrophe. Let's focus on that for another week. Oh, sports, another week. Sports is like week by week by week. And you're never in the present moment. You're either thinking about the past game in sports or you're always thinking about the future. And then you're only in the present for literally four hours in a week because you're either prepping for the battle or you're dissecting the previous battle and that's it so you're never present um probably more present as an athlete but as a spectator you're never present so that's why i don't really even watch that stuff or consume that stuff anymore either same with the news it's either war um, inflation, 
presidential election, you know, natural disasters. Like, it's always focused on the same thing over and over again each week. And all of a sudden, oh, man, time really flew by. That's because you were never present in the first place. When you say time flies by, it's because you were never there. You were never aware. You were just scared. Or you were just in a low state of vibration. In that survival mode. You could have been tapping into God. But you were tapped into fucking CNN. Tapped into Fox. Tapped into Tucker Carlson. Whoever. But when are you going to tap into yourself? When are you going to ask God to work through you? Put down that remote. Put down that phone. Put down that gaming controller. Put down the computer. Just put down the shit, man. Put it the fuck down. And then go be great. Go be the best version of yourself that you can possibly be. Don't do it for me. Just do it for yourself. Do it for your own growth. Because I tell you what, ain't nothing sweeter than when you focus on your New Year's Eve next year in 2024. You can look back and be like, wow. I really hit my goals. I really crushed my goals. Because I set a foundation at the end of 2023 when I could have slacked off and just enjoyed whatever instead of working and preparing for the next year. Because, hey, you can either adapt or you can die. That's what we do. We either try to survive and thrive or we die. That's what happens. So you just have to be a step ahead of everything. And that just requires being present in the moment and just letting God flow freely through you, not you trying to control everything. That's what narcissists do. They have to control every situation, every little thing. That's what a lot of narcissists do. I refuse to be that person. That is a masculine wound that I don't identify with anymore. And I hope a lot of you men hear that right now. Because what we're doing as a society is we're crumbling because of we either try to control everyone and everything or we're letting ourselves be controlled. And that's where we got to stop this polarity. Stop trying to control things and stop letting yourself be controlled. Because you're better than that. Go lead. Go be a fucking leader. Go lead in your relationship. Go lead in your business. And go lead in yourself. Because how do you expect to have respect from people if you can't even respect yourself? Simple as that.